Hey science fans, it's Mrs Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I am the husband. Hello, Mr. C. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me back in your classroom. It's an honour and a privilege to be here. Oh, that's kind of nice. So we're doing some AQA trilogy. <laughs> Let's brush past that, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Physics paper one, yes. Woohoo! Woohoo! Right. Can I can I ask you, husband? Heating bills. What do you know about those? Um, <laughs> I know quite a lot, and I know we can't afford them. <laughs> yes. So heating wildly expensive. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about energy transfers in a system. We're going to talk about conservation of energy and dissipation of energy today. I don't like the sound of dissipation of energy. That sounds like it's being wasted. It, it does. So energy can be transferred usefully. Yeah. yeah. From one, one object to another. That's Sh called a system. Yeah. It can be stored. Yeah. Like in a battery. Or it can be dissipated. Uh -huh. okay. Like from a radiator. Yes. But it cannot be created or destroyed. We know that much. Obviously. So, what is what does dissipated mean? Dissipated. It means it's no longer pated. <laughs> so, dissipated is the same as uh, like diffusion kind of thing, isn't it? It like spreads out. It goes from like I from high concentration to low concentration. Yeah, like... essentially, it's it's energy that is dissipated, is spread out. Mm into the surroundings and and we essentially call it wasted energy it becomes unuseful it's not lost it's still there so for example so, so like when i said the radiator thing mm -hmm. so a radiator gets warm and the heat dissipates into the room yeah that's not necessarily wasted or useless energy because it stops us from dying of cold mm -hmm. so can you think about how heat could be dissipated from a house and how that could oh, be oh yeah so not all the heat stays in the room does it no yeah that's that's what it means okay gotcha Good. um so i um i suppose what we need to another thing that we need to know is that um energy transfers when there is a closed system mm. means there's no net change in energy the energy that we've got at the start is the energy that we got at the end because it's not lost or wasted mm -hmm. but unfortunately most systems are not closed systems so our house we have energy coming in and we have energy going out. It is not a closed system. Okay. We can't recycle all of the energy that we have. So when we talk about energy transfers and useful energy transfers and useful energy storage, this can come into play where we can apply it to our household. Okay. So let's think about how we reduce unwanted energy transfers in the okay. house. Well, yeah, we're going to, yeah. So let's say, for example, okay, um, let's think about this. Ah, okay, I open a door. Oh, shut the door. <laughs> I open a door and it's difficult to open and it squeaks. And the energy transfer that I want to go into turning the door mm -hmm. is going into the hinges, grinding against each other. That is a useless energy transfer. I see. That is an unwanted energy transfer because the turning motion is turning to heat energy because of the friction in the hinge so what do i add wd-40 i add some lubricant that reduces that unwanted energy transfer so now let's think about heating i don't want energy to transfer out of my house to the surroundings i want energy to be stored in my house so i don't get cold mm. we know that thermal energy goes from things that are hot to things that are cold they move like you said almost like diffusion along a gradient so you've got a cup of tea there okay that 
the heat energy in that is going to move from hot where it is to cold the surroundings until what until everything is the same temperature until it reaches an equilibrium exactly that if i had a can of cold coke the heat would come in until it was the same temperature so what measures do we have in our home or what measures should we have in our home to reduce unwanted energy heat energy transfers insulation insulation good so insulation has what we call low thermal conductivity Mm -hmm. it does not conduct it does not conduct thermal energy well why is that uh gaps correct why is it tell me tell me a metal that has high thermal conductivity aluminium yeah aluminium copper really high thermal you know conductivity. I'm, I'm smashing out the guesses today you really are. <laughs> why does why do metals have really high thermal conductivity lattice yes what do they have that is free in that lattice to electrons move? good and the particles are touching one another so if i if i input thermal energy into those particles what do the particles do vibrate they vibrate they gain kinetic energy they vibrate causing friction causing more thermal energy to the one next to it to the one next to it to the one next to it and the electrons also move through that lattice to thermally conduct thermally conduct that heat energy from one end of the lattice to the other that's why if you put a spoon in a boiling water the end will eventually get hot okay so to insulate our homes we want materials made of low thermal conductivity what do we have in our homes that have low thermal conductivity? Uh, bricks. Uh, yeah, bricks do have low thermal conductivity because they are made of materials that have lots of gaps in them. That foamy stuff they put in between the walls. The foamy stuff, that literally is just made of foam. It's, it's called gaps. insulation. <laughs> yeah, so if we're talking about the home, the main ways to insulate your home to, to reduce unnecessary heat transfer or thermal energy transfers, we have cavity wall insulation okay or we have and when i say cavity wall insulation that means that each each wall is two layers of bricks with a gap or insulation in the middle because that gap that air gap means that has low thermal conductivity so therefore the heat is going to remain in the house what else do we have windows windows that are glass oh double glazing double glazing. it's exactly the same isn't it it's double cavity um, essentially. yes but in double glazing it's really clever what do they do with the air in the middle between the two glazes <laughs> suck it out they cause a vacuum if you've got no air particles you've got nothing to transfer that yeah, energy yeah. so it's only radiation that can go through there um and then the in the roof insulation same again insulation very good um what else oh what do we have under doors to stop the heat going out under doors. Draft excluders. Good. And what will we have on our bed? A duna. A duvet. A, a duvet. A duvet, which is made of puffy things with gaps. And a lot of the time students go, oh, it um, it makes you warm. It doesn't make you warm. It just stops the heat it escaping. It stops the heat leaving your body because it has low thermal conductivity. Um, and students should be able to describe how the rate of cooling of a building is affected by the thickness and the thermal conductivity of the walls you don't need to know a definition of of thermal conductivity but there is a required practical and the required practical is we get three sticks three sticks of metal so it might be like copper tin lead whatever cesium Um, (laughs) no no one's getting (laughs) a stick of cesium leave cesium out of it uh we put a bit of vaseline at the end Uh and we stick a pin to it Uh uh-huh Heat the other end, and we time how long it takes for the pin to drop. Because when that Vaseline melts, right, yeah, yeah. we know the energy has conducted. Copper, very thermally conductive. So that's just a simple way we can measure the conductivity. You could have a glass rod, same thing. Heat it one end, see how long it takes for the 
pin to drop and actually require practical. So the independent variable is the one you change. That's the material. The dependent variable is the one you measure. The time it takes for the pin to drop, etc. Awesome. So I can say this. I know I'm not the first person to say this to you this week as well, Mr. Corbett. I think I've learned something from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yes, you are the second person. <laughs> of the 300 <laughs> students I teach, one oh. of them said to me, do you know what? You've taught me something in the year I've taught him. Just one thing. Just one thing. Well, small victories, eh? Yeah. Right, see you later. Have a great day. Bye.